March 26, 1997, deputies with the San Diego County Sheriff's Department discovered the bodies of 39 active members of the group Heaven's Gate dead on the floor in a house in San Diego. They fully believed that the comet Hale-Bopp would come after the spring equinox and take them to a higher place. So these members took poison in waves of 15, 15, and 9, believing that the spacecraft would take their spirits to a better place. The question that arises is what made these people believe so intensely that the comet was coming that they were willing to take their own lives? This cult, which was led by Marshall Applewhite, was a mixture of Christian millennialism, New Age, and ufology. It also had been referred to as the UFO religion. The base of this cult was the belief that they would be safe in the afterlife, they wanted to become part of the so-called next level and evolve into a being above human. After being fired from the University of St. Thomas, Applewhite met Bonnie Nettles. The two of them studied biblical practices as well as science fiction pieces. After confiding in each other, they decided that it was their duty to teach the practices to others. They often referred to themselves as the two. In May of 1974, they gained their first follower who eventually accused them of fraud. After this, and a lot of controversy, they then decided that they wanted to make it bigger, so they began publicizing their ideas and advertising their disciplines. They then began quickly gaining members who were very fearful of the afterlife. One of the names they originally went by was the Human Individual Metamorphosis. They were promising their members that by joining their group and following their practices, they'd be guaranteed a safe haven in the afterlife. In 1976, they began making constraints for the group and did not allow things such as sexual relations or drugs. This is one of the common themes for cult. Since, since once they have their members hooked, they began to take away or ban things. Although they have gathered people from different backgrounds, the main thing that all their members had in common was their fear of where they would end up on life after Earth. Applewhite created a so-called safe place for these people so that they could be assured that they would become a higher being. Applewhite spoke of a mass suicide in Do Finals Exist. Here, he spoke of the comet Hale-Bopp that would be their savior. Because of their fear and full belief in this apparent religion, the 39 members took their own lives. Once found, they were all in identical black shirts and pants with white clean shoes, which is a very common theme for cults. While it may seem easy for people who are not passionate about their afterlife existence to think they'd be able to avoid joining this cult, that may not be the case for them with other groups. Cults feed on people's fear and thrive, especially in times of danger and uncertainty. The People's Temple, which was founded by Jim Jones, advocated for civil rights. In the 1950s, Jim Jones was inspired by the idea of a society that could overcome poverty and racism. He wanted communism and equality for all. After churches wouldn't let him integrate African Americans into his practices as a pastor, he began his own group called Community Unity Church in Indianapolis. He used faith healings, which were popular in the Christian culture, to attract members, even though many members faked these healings. In late 1955, he renamed the church People's Temple Full Gospel Church, shortened for People's Temple. Jones gained Reverend Branham, a well-known figure in, um, figure's endorsement. This made followers believe that Jones had a supernatural gift and brought many people to his church. He used religion and society to hide the fact that he was pushing political ideologies on members. In 1960, the People's Temple opened a soup kitchen and offered many opportunities to the poor. 
He wrote tape recordings of his sermons and banned sex so that people could only adopt children. Jones painted Jesus as a communist in many of his practices and began to preach the us-versus-them mentality, which is what most cult leaders use. The fear of nuclear war in Indianapolis caused Jones to move to Brazil. However, when he returned, the group was divided. Without a charismatic leader in controlling of people's actions, there was much more conversation among the people. After instilling fear into his members again about the nuclear war, he was able to move 100 of the, 140 of the members of the group to California. He used mind control to make these people believe that he was their savior, when in reality he was doing much more harm than good. Many of his members were African Americans who were fearful of what might happen to them in the so-called outside world. Jones was accused of financial fraud and abuse of his members. In response to this, he moved them to Guyana to create a socialist utopia. Here, that was far from the truth. Here, the members were subjected to labor, punishment, and were heavily censored. Jones practically had robots that he could control, which is a common theme, especially towards the end of many cults. Jones eventually went crazy and believed that the U.S. government was after him, so he had his members do mock suicide drills. After being investigated by reporters from the U.S., this nightmare came true, and the group committed suicide. Originally led by fear and eventually controlled by persuasion, these people were willing to die for this group. Nexium was an even more recent cult, advertised as an organization for bettering society. In 1998, Keith Raniere and Nancy Salzman began a personal development company that emphasized their ability to help one have a happier and healthier life. These executive success programs taught techniques of self-improvement. During these events, people would refer to Rainier as perfect, which was very common for charismatic leaders. They marketed themselves to be all about improving you. They especially targeted rich and famous people, exploiting their money. Since there are many insecurities in the entertainment industry, celebrities often feel emptiness in their lives and want a community that cares about just their well-being and not about their status. This group apparently was able to give this to them. Rainier told them how fame was good and could help them make a difference in the world. Wanting a deeper sense of meaning and fearful of becoming a failure, these high society people were drawn to such a thing. Once in the group, people began devoted to Nexium. They ate, slept, and breathed it, since they were isolated and had their thoughts controlled. They were surrounded by people who believed that everything around them was perfect, so they thought it must be true that it was perfect. Famous names such as Sheila Johnson, Linda Evans, Grace Parker, Kristen Cook, and many more became involved. They had no idea that it was a cult when they joined, but they were sanctioned in believing many things that they weren't. They had classes 12 hours per day, which they learned different self-help modules. However, this group took a dark turn and had a horrific secret organization. Members of this cult were blackmailed and subjected to sex trafficking and abuse. These leaders used their power to abuse these people and trick them into believing things that they would not have believed if they weren't brainwashed. But why do people join cults? This is a very important question to ask since many people believe that they themselves would be able to avoid joining one. However, cults are much more common than one may believe. When cults are attracting members, they never give a full layout of what their organization is. They appear to be perfect on the outside and have a great escape for those vulnerable members. They always have charismatic leaders who often love bomb members. This is when they spend all of their time on a specific member, giving them presents and making them feel valued. The sense of love and security people get from this often convinces them to join the organization and even bring others to it. Timing for calls is also a huge thing. 
They thrive on people who are in an unstable position in their lives and are looking for a sense of belonging. These people especially are looking for friendship, identity, connection, and are the most vulnerable to joining a cult. These cults use shame and guilt against people and show them how their organization can help change their lives and fill their voids. Why is this so important to learn now? Well, over the past couple of years, our world has faced extremely tragic events that have completely changed our world. With modern technology, we are able to know what's going on around the world 24-7. This means that the chance of joining a cult is higher than ever. People are fearful of things going on in other parts of the world that may not even affect them. In addition, since anyone can post on the internet, there is a plethora of false information on the daily that can cause fear in people's lives. In addition, it's extremely easy to create web pages that can attract new members around the world. Before joining an organization in the future, look them up online. Make sure they don't have any information hidden or unknown. This could be a huge red flag. Also, look for similarities in their identity, such as clothing, hair, way of speech, etc. Be wary of those who talk about outsiders negatively and say others are unworthy who are not part of the organization. Be careful when you are in a vulnerable state in your life and be careful not to accidentally join any cults.